1: Um
0: You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. <laughs> <laughs> yes! What a terrible home opener, but also what an epic ending tonight. <laughs> as it was very reminiscent of that, I don't know, that playoff game that these two teams yeah, had played you once again. Huh? Each other. I am John Barcher. That is James Seltzer. We are live on Facebook. And if you're on the replay, the five-star reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you are listening to us out there, do go a very long way. James Seltzer, we are. One and zero in Philadelphia, the defending Super Bowl champions are undefeated, and we are ready to rock and roll, man. This is great. How you feeling, buddy? Let me start with this. Go, birds. Go, birds. Go as birds. always, yes.
1: Uh, man. Shout out to the defense. Can we do a little? Yeah. Shout out can we to do the do defense. Little for the defense. It's tonight? almost like two
0: guys that look the like us said def- that the defense was going to be good tonight. I
1: mean, what? Wow, you guys. Fucking rock tonight. That was awesome. Uh, obviously, not the prettiest way to start the season, but they got it done. John, I like when they called that penalty on that last play before I the was actual about to last, lose it. I, I wanted to throw the TV out the window. Like, I was like, <laughs> you are not doing this to us right now. This is not happening. Not happening. And the defense did it. I mean, you, we joke about it being reminiscent, but what are the odds? What are the odds that you would play the Falcons in the playoffs last year? It would come down to a four day. Down, fourth and goals four straight plays stop right. and you do it again to start the next year. I'm speechless, man. It was awesome. Want to know? Julio Jones with the very quiet. What did he end up with? Like 10 for 400 yards, yards or yeah. whatever uh-huh. it was.
0: I mean, that's just uh, been the the system that you play against in Julio Jones is make him get a lot of yards and hopefully you can squeeze him in the red zone. And they did. Well, I mean, he
1: cr- doesn't get three touchdowns last year. Again, yeah. they just they can't figure out how to use a six foot five athletic beast in the red zone. You know it's who so would? strange. You know who
0: would? He's in San Francisco. His name's Kyle <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what's happening there. I mean, uh, thank you to the Falcons for some horrendous play calling that was in there. Shout
1: out to Steve Sarkisian, He lives. He
0: lives. He lives. He is alive and well, and uh, he is scared at the link. And, I mean, this game started off just... Man, I uh, I apologize to America, but I don't apologize to Philadelphia or Atlanta. Uh, because that was, uh, I'll take the win any way we can get it. I mean, hell, there was a lightning, when's the last time a home opener or any NFL game yeah. starts on a lightning delay and, and draws everybody out? Auspicious. Which I think robbed us a little bit of whatever they had planned for the Super Bowl ceremony.
1: Yeah, it was certainly not but as grandiose as, as they made it Good to see Doc out seeing, there, though. Yeah, Doc, and the- a banner, John. A and banner, banner. It says "2017 right. Super Bowl Champs." Yeah, man. Uh, I I think you're right. I mean, they made this big grandiose. It's gonna be crazy, and it was like a real quick thing. But man, for it to start with the rain and the and the lightning, and then for the Eagles offense, especially to look like crap the entire time. And then all of a sudden Philly special to electric <laughs> boogaloo and everything changed. Uh, man. Hey, by the man.
0: way, did Tom Brady, were you watching? Because oh, Nick man. Foles has yet to drop a pass again. Oh, and I think that's the first is that is the first official regular season Correct. NFL catch. Uh, I think Nick Foles actually was the is now the fifth uh, leading wide receiver in the NFL. I think that's a uh, or six. I don't Sound, know where he slid down. To. Right. Yeah. But thank God that that happened. Got generated. Nelson
1: a, Aguilar, the number one quarterback so far this season yeah, in terms of passer right. rating.
0: So, yeah, shout out to Trey Burton too for uh, for, Twi- the, for the Twitter <laughs> notch, uh to Nelson Aguilar on the throw there. But yeah, I mean, uh, without that, oh, I mean I'm the so e, me too,
1: I, dude. This was gonna be like. A really and look, they won the Super Bowl, so we're not going like, to go overboard. But it would have been a bummer. We're we're here, huge bummer. Twelve thirty-five at night, <laughs> the rain delay. It's so late, we're dying. I'm so tired, and it's just all this energy that comes from the victory. It's just, I'm so pumped right now.
0: Yeah, this was uh, it, the ugliest win is uh, the most satisfying because. We uh we we'll are the, we are we'll we are the it. champs in the NFL right now yes. like we are we are undefeated we have the best record all And the best,
1: record, the best of record. record yeah we have the best record in the NFL <laughs> yet again what up
0: So uh, yeah and let's... Uh Let's talk, about, let's talk about all the positives to start because I'm juiced up and the adrenaline is flowing. Did someone that looked like me tell you that Ronald Darby is going to crush this season? And he has. <laughs> Julio Jones, no problem. Anybody that you throw on this guy, he was right on. I mean, there was a couple in there that, that weren't uh, the greatest of plays, but Ronald, Ronald Darby needs to stay on this team. Uh, you know, I, that's, I keep coming back to that. He has looked that way the entire offseason. He looked that way in preseason. Um, this guy's hungry for another contract. I get all that that. But um, he's my standout star in this one, without a doubt. I mean, the defensive line played phenomenally. Uh, The secondary that we all hoped was going to kind of come together to make this defense a little bit higher on that tick of... Yeah, now people can target from like a, a top 10 to maybe they get in that top five conversation. They certainly looked like it tonight. I know it's just one game, and we already mentioned how bad Atlanta's play calling was. But, you know, for the first run of this this new look secondary, I think Ronald Darby, Sidney Jones, Jalen Mills, and the two safeties played a really great game.
1: Yeah, Ronald Darby certainly leaped off the screen as it were a lot of pass breakups the recovery speed the ability to stick with Julio Jones was really impressive but if I have to give a game ball again like you said there's so many guys you can point to had really good nights on the defensive side of the ball but for me it's the it's the guy. It's the the DPOY guy. Fletcher Cox yes, was sir. a monster. Yes, sir. He was. He owned that game. He put his stamp on this season already and said, "I'm coming for that DPOY. I am the man. I am as good as anyone. Aaron Donald, you're not as good as me." He's like, "I'm the best <laughs> defensive lineman in this league." That's what he looked. And like I'm only tonight. getting paid a hundred million. He, yeah. yeah, right. He was. He was a game record tonight. In in every sense of the word, was just um uh, just. A, a awesome, awesome showing from Fletcher Cox.
0: Yeah, it was uh, outstanding. I thought the entire defensive line played really well outside of you know, Derek Barnett struggled a little bit rough there. Rough night
1: for DB. Oh boy, those the offsides, Derek, huh? The Derek Barnett <laughs> breakout season is off to a rough start. <laughs> it
0: really is. But um, outside of that, I mean, you know. Chris Long com- Constant well. pressure from Chris Long. Uh, Kamu for-
1: with the big play Yeah, Kamu, huge. Oh, man, speaking All of which, how do, how
0: do we not s- 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 The fourth and goal line stand is going to be a new thing. And man, again, like, why are you lining up in a jumbo package <laughs> to try and go meat on meat against this defensive line? Uh, you know, and. Jordan every- Hicks. Played a great game. Yeah, I mean, uh, just a just a great sack out of him, uh, or at least one sack out of him, and that's that's been kind of the the difference here. I mean, there wasn't at any time that Jim Schwartz or anybody else looked confused or out of place, really, and. It's, uh, it, you know, this always happens, too, in the, the beginning of the year. The defense yeah. is always going to have the advantage. Sure. Uh, but um, really just sound tackling, sound football. Sidney Jones, please never, never, ever think about throwing a bubble screen to his side ever again. Somebody must have been not watching, uh, you know, his his tape from college. But that guy has just the instincts and the nose for the ball. Uh, for, for, I mean, not an, not anything like great or uh, that, that really stands out about Sidney Jones' game tonight, but uh, solid, and you just, you know, the moment was not lost on him at all.
1: Yeah, and I think he was, you know, emblematic of really the whole defense, and you mentioned Schwartz, and he deserves so much credit because we've talked a ton leading up to this about how the first month of the season is almost like a new preseason now with you know, how little they tackle in the pre, you know, preseason training camp, how few guys play in these games. It takes time for teams to get up to speed. That Eagles defense was well-coached tonight. They were disciplined. Mm-hmm. They stayed at home. Sidney Jones, a few examples of that, not biting on things. They were really well-coached tonight. They played together. It didn't look like it was the first game of the season for that defense. Again, Matt Ryan didn't look good, but they made him look way worse. Uh, the pressure was intense and nonstop. They were really, they were a great unit tonight. They, the Eagles needed the defense to win them the game tonight, and they did it hand over fist. It was just an awesome showing from the. I mean, we talked about this coming in. We're like, hey, you know what? Maybe the defense is the thing we should be getting jacked up about. Yeah. And tonight, stop paying
0: attention to the quarterback yeah, so much. Tonight, yeah. Tonight,
1: tonight it really showed.
0: And uh, I know we that'll be a larger discussion throughout uh, the next. Probably, what do we got, another 10 days before they head down to Tampa. Correct. Uh, So... I'm I'm sure that'll come up in conversation, but you're right. And even um, you know, I, I know that it was a bad throw by Matt Ryan, but the the pop fly that Razul Douglas so... kinda came in and grabbed down on he seems to always be around the ball He's in those Around
1: two. the ball, man. But He's got that swag, baby.
0: Again, that's that's defensive pressure that's dialed up at the right time. That's having trust in your corners to go and do that. And sure. I mean, you know, Razul has had kind of a an up and down off season as well, but in those situations. Um, he's been really, really great and really solid. And uh, that's just another thing that you were you were talking about. I think it's Jim Schwartz has so much confidence in go just make this one play. Mm-hmm. That's that's when you can dial up the the zero coverage blitzes. And that's when you can do certain things, especially the the way uh, you know, Matt Ryan was feeling tonight and uh, really just in the trenches. Uh, the defensive line pretty much controlled everything. And nothing really got out of hand uh, during any of that time. And, again, a couple of couple of slip-ups and a couple of just awful mistakes from uh, the offense, which kept making them go out there. And for a time, uh, you know, the three and out uh, early from Nick Foles and the guys, I, I, I will say this. I was, on the offensive side of the ball, I was a bit surprised that uh, Darren Sproles was kind of the lead guy there the for, guy, yeah. for a while. And Everybody's asking what's going on with Jay Jai and why isn't he out there, but... Uh, it's uh, still good to see him out there. What did you make of Doug's use of the the rotation there? I guess Deuce is in this conversation Deuce too. too. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was a really it look, early on it felt like Doug didn't have the swag that we expected Doug to come out with. It felt a little vanilla-ish. It was surprising. Yeah. It was a lot of Sproles runs, a lot of Sproles, 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 and I love getting Sproles back. It was so much fun to watch him. And that third down at the end of the game, the third and 8. Uh, Jason Gelsey might have gotten away with a hold on that play, but still, that was a massive, massive play where Darren Sproles just said, "I'm getting this first down." Yes, Vic Beasley, you are not arm tackling me. I'm sorry, I'm not going down. I'm going to get this first down. Uh, also, why is Vic Beasley in coverage? By the way, that's qu- not a great question, not question as well. Why he's supposed to be a great there. question yeah. as well, but I think that I think that Doug, until he called the Philly special and opened it up a little bit. It was kind of a strange game plan, but once they started giving it to Aj, once the offensive line got a chance to start rolling and do what they do against a much lighter defensive line there in, in Atlanta, I think you started to see that that start to work a little bit. Obviously, not the best night from Nick. You know, we'll be we'll be real about
0: it. But... I'm just almost all I'm saying, James. That's that's notch number six in the old Super belt.
1: Super Bowl MVP. That is the only belt that matters. But, I always have this devil in angel. Yeah, talking yeah, you. I know everybody yeah, does. Sorry. I love you, Nick. You're my guy. <laughs> but look, I, uh, some of the you know some of the mistakes were not his fault. Zach Ertz, yeah, that was, uh, the, that was worst, an uncharacteristic the worst uncharacteristic game we've seen Zach Ertz play in a really long time here in Philadelphia, and. Um, you know, look, I think I think the offense looked like an offense that a lot of guys hadn't played with each other in a while. The O-line played well, which you would expect. Jason Peters is a man. I think wow. we had forgotten how...
0: Did go off uh, after the last yes. giant touchdown. We'll keep you updated on that. Fingers but, crossed. But he, uh, was, wow. he
1: was a man. I mean, I can't believe he's 36. I can't believe he's coming off an ACL. I can't believe he's had two Achilles. Like I can't believe... This guy is like not... The same species as we are is my big takeaway. Jason Peters is an alien. That is my biggest takeaway from today.
0: <laughs> and this will just be a, a kind of a, just an over uh, overreaching comment for Chris Collinsworth because um, during all that, and you know, Jason Peters is handling basically everything that's thrown at him the entire game. Chris Collinsworth somehow makes a comment that he goes, "Oh, Jason Peters." Uh, you know, they really trust him to do one-on-one blocking. And I'm going, yeah, <laughs> dude, he's a fucking Hall of Famer. Like, whatever. I, I never understood. They trust him
1: to do his job. <laughs> I, Thank never, you. I never, I never understood you,
0: any of that going on as Casey Thank Young's you, helping Chris. us out here. Eagles offensive tackle uh, Lane Johnson on Nelson Aguilar's throw to Nick Foles tells the team broadcast it wasn't the Philly special. It was the same play that the Patriots used, the one that Tom dropped. Oh! Hey, another shot! Ow, oh, bang! Just another rubbing it on in there. Nick Foles from Lane Johnson didn't drop it. You, sir, have earned yourself a butt light tonight. No, I would say Lane Johnson. Man, so you there you go. Else, Thank you, Casey Young, for that. Of course, and uh, that is um, you oh, know. Oh my God! That's I'm so the thing. happy about that. There wasn't a, the, the the run game. It was. It seemed like it was simple tonight, and a lot of things seemed like they were simple tonight. Yes. Just like you were saying with yes. with Doug being a little vanilla. Uh, I. It did get a little more creative as it as it went along. I mean that. That that kick out the uh, towards the end there with Corey Clement just running by, Oh, he had uh, it. I, how he much, was in. I thought. How much faith does Doug Peterson have to go? Hey Nelson, I need you to kick out block J T Nelson here, who like outweighs him by uh, probably fifty pounds, and is and is sending this little scrot. He got to go. Yeah, just just a little kickback block, and it worked. It you know it worked and. Uh, really wish Corey would have scored for my fantasy team, yeah. but I will take it anyway as you, sir, uh, were correct on, on J.H.I., and the usage there in the red zone is n- is not going to go away, and I don't think that's going to change much. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a, kind of an interesting night. I w- I'm not sure how to judge the offensive line kind of overall tonight, but what was, your, what was your assessment? I
1: thought they played well. Look, I think there were some spots where the play calling kind of didn't give them much of an opportunity, but I think as the game wore on, they got better and better. I think we're going to be Assuming health, of course. I think this offensive line is going to be a uh, uh, strength, a big time strength for this team moving forward. And also, you just mentioned him on the kickout block, but like, shout out to Nelly, man. Yes, Nelly, seriously. I mean, Great was like fifty thousand catches for five yards, but caught everything. He made some big plays. That that rush that he had was a big play, obviously best quarterback on the team tonight. So just uh, shout out to Nelson Aguilar. That dude, you know, with, with Alshon out, Al, all that stuff really, really, really came to play.
0: Well, and that's the biggest thing, too. And that's why, you know, there's uh, yeah, I mean, Nick had a bad game. There's no hiding that. But at the same time, I think this is all those debates we had last year about Alshon Jeffery and, like, well, is he really a true number 1? Are you supposed to really pay, pay him all that money? I know that was a, a thing during the re-signing, but that's a huge factor. Like, there isn't a, a trust factor for Nick to go really anywhere, uh, and we had mentioned it before. Maybe Shelton Gibson gets involved uh, for a deep throw. I mean, Nick is a guy that likes to throw the deep pass. There's just, like... There, there wasn't a go-to guy tonight to go in and do that. Um, you know, Mike Wallace, I, I, and uh, we haven't said this yet, uh, the refs
1: were horrendous Horrendous. Tonight. Both like, sides. Horrendous. The, what, stop making your imprint on the game. The game is not about you, all right, assholes? Like, they were, that was dog shit all night long, and we talked about that play at the end. Yeah. Another dog shit call. Yeah. I, it was just bad call after bad call after bad call. The game was just flax, And that was part of the reason it was such a brutal game to watch.
0: Yeah, it was. And uh, (laughs) why I say that is because, you know, clearly Mike Wallace has... It was interfered with uh, at least once or twice. Yeah, uh, well, the was, one was legit. I mean, the one that they let go on on Nate Gary running into—I think that was Austin Hooper or whatever. Uh, I mean, I'll take it, but man, I mean, there is there's some really bad
1: flex. Then we oh, were, oh yeah, the, the roughing the passer yeah, calls. I mean, yeah. like, what are you supposed to yeah, do? What's Chris Long supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, or Grady Jarrett. I mean, You're that right. was outrageous on both sides. Uh,
0: uh, Warren Sharp, who always puts out the the Sharp Football Home in 2018, really great uh, deep dive into analytics and things like that. He just says one word: embarrassing. Falcons uh, have uh, drives down to the Philly one, the Philly five, and the Philly fifteen. No points on any drives. Red zone was their prime, a prime offensive weakness, and Sarks didn't fix that. It's embarrassing. Now, yes, I will. I will say that. God, and, I love Steve and Sarkeesian. And <laughs> and Sarkeesian That's I will my say. Guy.
1: Shout out to Steve. You can't just also just poo poo. You know, the Eagles defense there either. I agree. That, yeah, that's not right to do that. The Eagles D stepped up. They played great in those spots. Not saying Warren's not incorrect, but I mean. No, Steve Sarkeesian is an abomination of an offensive coordinator. I think we could say that pretty safely at this point. I mean, how is he still Blown in job? He should have been fired last season after that four down stretch at the end of the Eagles game. Like, that was it. He should have been gone. And to come back in the first game this year, in the game against the team that just did that to you. I know. And I've learned nothing from I'm, it. Honestly, like, I, they won't. I would fire him tonight. I'd be like, yeah. and get the fuck out. Why
0: isn't Julio Jones working the inside instead of the outside of, of the end zone? you I can't and you again, get Julio Jones to score in the red zone. Did He's we? The, uh, 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 what are you doing? He's I like know. the perfect red zone weapon. Have we said that to you yet? Ronald Darby. What a play at the end! Oh yeah, man. I, I mean, I've been we've been we've been praising him so long, but I mean, at this, like, what a play at the end! What a play! Like using the sideline exactly where Matt Got Ryan right only has one solution, yep. and uh, and one shot at it, and just brings him down. And you know, I I thought that was a touchdown as soon as he right. caught it. it go! Oh like no, yeah. they do get their revenge, but what a, what a just a headsy play by by Ronald Darby there at the end. Um, there's just a, a lot to lot to grow from here, and I know the biggest conversation. Probably he's going to go back to the quarterbacks at some point. It, it really is. Uh, well,
1: well, especially with the Ian Rabeport report coming out during the game that several weeks is the phrase yeah. used for Carson Wentz. So Nick Foles is going to be the quarterback for a little bit. And... We're gonna have to hope that he does his little change in a hurry thing that he's done in the past, and all of a sudden he's killing it. But I do think like well, a Jerry
0: Maguire, when Rod Tidwell's it, s- s- down on the end zone and he's like, sure. "Wake up!" Yes, and, and
1: then, then he's one of those up, and then yeah. he's dancing around and doing his thing. Show me the money. But <laughs> uh, I think that here's what here's my biggest takeaway, like on a macro level, is they have the Bucks, the Colts, and the Titans coming up. And sure, the Titans, a lot of people think they're going to be very good. Who knows? But I'm one of them. But This was a monster game to pull out the way they did. Huge. Yeah. Like, we can't under. It might have looked ugly. It might have been really tough to watch at times. It might be almost one o'clock in the morning because of a fucking rain delay. (laughs) But but that was a game that, when we look back at the end of this season and see where the Eagles are at in the NFC, we could say, wow, that was it. Like, that game meant so much more than we knew at the moment. Just a massive way to pull out a game that could have really gone either way.
0: And, like, it's always ridiculous to kind of go and say like this is a big time game. It's, oh, yeah. it's you know it's week silly. 1 we got it's, 17 it's, it's, or 16 yeah, weeks left. There's so many more games to go, but if you look back on it, it might end up being like the difference between 11 and 12 wins or 10 and 11 wins yeah, or, or a buy, 9 and 10 not a buy. Or whoever. Yeah, exactly. So and it's and it's just stuff like that. Like I'm always okay with ugliness Week one sure. <laughs> weeks fifteen through sixteen. And in the playoffs, just go get wins. You know, you wanna you wanna go in and uh and generate uh, something that looks a little pretty and I'm oh. sure everybody wants that and I'm so listen, happy. And it was a listen, it was a terrible football game. It was there, was, awful. There, was, there was it was a, I hated it. It was eleven fifty PM at night and there were twenty two points that were scored, <laughs> you know? I mean uh not to take well, away the anything from the, the defense, but they
1: showed the stats and it was like Matt Ryan was sixteen for thirty three for hundred and seventy two yards and Nick Foles was sixteen for thirty for a hundred yards. It's like <laughs> Nope. Not fun to watch. Not
0: fun. It wasn't fun to watch, but it uh it really doesn't matter, and that's kind of uh, uh the the bigger part. It's great to start out the the season with a victory and uh, also this frees you up to do a lot of stuff on Sunday. You could just kick your hands back and, and enjoy go. Enjoy ah, it. Let's, because uh,
1: we're all excited for it for fantasy, for everything, but like we wouldn't have enjoyed it as much if we were on one. No matter what, no. we just it just would have put a damper on the whole day. And now you can, like you said, kick your feet up and be like, "Yep, one and know So I still say uh,
0: Ronald Darby's my MVP. You say Fletcher Cox. Uh, yeah. Offensively, is there anything that you can pick out or MVP? Would you say Nelson Aguilar? I
1: think it's Aguilar or Jai. I think they both were were really important pieces for them tonight. Uh, I think Aguilar just in terms of the amount of work he got and then you throw in the pass and you throw in the rushing yards and all that. I think he's probably the guy, but look, JJ, two touchdowns. He was was the guy in the red zone, got the two-point conversion at the end and also had some nice runs in there. It was really... Eating him up a little bit. Fancy footwork a little, yeah. little bit in there, which is always fun to see. So it's definitely between those two guys. I, I could be swayed to go either way. I'll go Aguilar just because of how central he was to the offensive game plan tonight and how um, I don't think anyone else could have done what he did tonight. So no, I will yeah. give it to Aguilar, but it's really close between the two. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give it to Jason Peters. Welcome uh, back, buddy. Welcome back, Jason okay. Peters. All right, ta- so so Sprouls too, just for fun.
0: Yeah, And Sprouls too, just for fun. So let's, uh, let's break it up into four categories. For the Facebook fam, uh, and I appreciate you guys staying up late and watching this with yeah, us. Body. Let's do uh, let's do uh, hearts if you uh, think Fletcher Cox is the guy tonight. Let's do likes if you think it's Ronald Darby. Uh, let's do what else is on there? Casey laughs for let's do chuckles uh, for Jason Peters.
1: I don't know. I don't We're know. Sh- <laughs> I don't know if Jason Peters would appreciate that, John. You might come beat our listen, asses. Listen,
0: the bodyguard is always. Uh, I always respect you. It's not about that. And yeah. then uh, yeah, we'll leave it up to those three. So. Uh, hearts for Cox. uh man, hearts for Cox. phrasing yeah, likes for uh ronald darby hearts for Cox now and let's do ha ha's for uh for mr uh, jason peters on his way back but like i said on sunday uh this just makes it all the much easier oh, so nice. to go and play oh, a little fantasy wow. and there is no better place to play fantasy especially if you're a Le'Veon bell owner which i'm a, you you c- clearly are yeah uh and we're a little scared because we don't know what's going on you can not go cool. oh wait you know what i can do I can go to DraftKings.com, and if you use promo code GoBirds. Right now on DraftKings.com, go this birds. is going to get you a free entry to any tournament this weekend, Whoa. which is $2.5 million worth of prizes that is going on this weekend. They have the one-game showdown where you can just pick six players, like you could have done that tonight for a chance to win a million. Uh, most of them are anywhere from $5 to $10 contests, and go birds! the promo code, will Whoa. get you a free entry into any one of those tournaments, tournaments this weekend, That is pretty cool. simply by using... Uh, GoBirds and the promo code DraftKings.com or the DraftKings app uh, $5 deposit Is the minimum and eligibility Restrictions are in place DraftKings.com for more details So we are getting Geared up for Tampa uh, If you uh, oh, yeah. want to go you, Legit, which, literally Which by the way, and Casey, what do you think? More hearts, more likes More, uh, more ha-has, what do you think? 50-50 between. Don't the,
1: lie; it's all hearts. It's all hearts. Cox.
0: All hearts for Cox, and hearts we'll accept it. So he's
1: our MVP for tonight. It's definitely our hashtag for the episode: Hearts for
0: Cox. <laughs> uh, and this is—it's uh, nice too. And here's what I'll say: I'll say that the the preseason does matter a little bit. You know, I mean that
1: the offense that and we saw, kind
0: of, sort of, kind of looked the same
1: as what you I were agree, to expect. But I think you could also this. take as many examples of where it doesn't. I think it's. I think it's just because the offense didn't look over We're like, eh, preseason mattered. I don't know if it did. <laughs> not like, I think, again, overly it, matters. I some think, of it, yeah, some I, of the takeaways, though. I think though. more than anything, it's it's the guys that were injured, not just in preseason, but injured across the board through, through practice and all that, and getting those reps with those guys, getting Aguilar and Clement and everyone together for reps. I think that matters more. So I do think that there's something to it. But I don't, I think it's more the lack of reps that, matters than it is definitely. the performance and that translates. No, I can know.
0: definitely uh, Yeah, and that's that was that was proven tonight. I mean it's just um you know you you would hope to see and I would even say um you know second half Doug obviously a lot better than first half Doug but I some of the it's not like he wasn't aggressive, it's just almost like he was
1: holding was holding weird. something was, back right? tonight, it right? It felt weird. It felt like he he did like it. Just felt like he wasn't ready to unleash it, you know, yeah. in the first half. And maybe that's he didn't think Foles is there. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to give them some time to get some timing down or whatever. But I'm with you, man. If that first half was just a weird half of football, it, it was a weird half to watch. And three nothing or something like that. Yeah, right? Six to three. Six yeah, six to three. Whatever. Um, it was just a weird half of football to watch, and it didn't feel it felt off it didn't feel like anything was working from an offensive perspective and obviously again that uh that Tom Brady dropped a play i mean <laughs> I know. Was it awesome. really it, it was really, literally
0: a carbon copy of the it same it really play. changed yeah. the
1: momentum and um you know there were a few hiccups that that you know kind of flipped the momentum there trace sullivan what the, oh what yeah were you we're doing, man. Trey? what was that what was that like well, that's, see, here's that's what like it... the kind of play you don't make in like right Bob Warner, yeah. like, at that point, you're like, all right, like, I'm the only eagle around. Like, stop blocking. Get away from the ball. Like, there's no one else here. There's a bunch of these guys around me. Like, what are you doing?
0: Well, and here's what I don't understand because I need to go back and rewatch the game again. There are people saying, oh, 54 dragged him right into the football. I didn't see that. I thought I
1: didn't either. <laughs> Trey Sullivan looked and, like he was engaging was into he, the scrub. Yes, and he shouldn't have even been that close to it. Uh, you know, like, there was more than enough ample opportunity for him to get out of the way.
0: Uh, now that. Uh, the Dallas Goddard And then the
1: Goddard interception. That was brutal.
0: Now, people were saying, you know, I don't know why they were putting that on Goddard.
1: I didn't understand Oh, I that. wouldn't put it on either of them. That was just a really good play. Like, it was a, yeah. it was a good throw. I would say Nick Phillips could have got the ball out a little faster. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think sometimes... It's really nitpicking, though. So, yeah, I think sometimes a helmet just hits a ball in the right place, and that's what happened.
0: Yeah, um, I was really sad that we didn't get that touchdown. I
1: was really sad uh, that we didn't get that Dallas Goddard great, touchdown. Play, play, how great a play, right? Yeah, I mean, fantastic just to come down ball. with that ball, just to come down with that ball, you're like, ooh, Dallas Goddard. You're well, like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Dallas Goddard.
0: Ooh. And this is um, this is maybe back to the kind of Alshon point. Do you think that kind of affected the Zachards, the two tight ends? I mean, coming into this game, there was nothing but... 12 personnel, and they're going to take care of everything, and they're the, they're the best wide receivers on this team anyway, so they're going to handle it. But it really was just it was like almost Nelson Aguilar yeah. and dump-offs, and, um, and as much as... And Zach drops. Yeah, and Zach <laughs> But yeah, that was two, two really bad ones tonight, too. I
1: mean, bad. Bad ones. I mean, that third down drop was a... That was a horrific drop. I mean, that was... You can't drop that ball, and I'll give him a pass, and they said it was his first drop, and like... 14 500 games, years, yeah, or whatever 100, it was, 100, yeah, 100 passes or something, so that's fine, but really uncharacteristic game from Zach Ertz tonight.
0: Yeah, and that's part of it, too, is just, you know, uh, the middle of the field wasn't really open, no. I, I don't know, they, they, it seemed like they that played was a it dif- different. Yeah,
1: it seemed like it was a defensive game plan from Dan Quinn and, and the Falcons to funnel, I think they were talking about that on the broadcast, to funnel it out to the outside, and... You know they took what they were given, and Nick Foles maybe wasn't able to fit it into some tight windows in there. We saw him try huh. a few times, and it didn't always didn't work didn't out.
0: work out in the best. And they, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm sorry,
1: let me rephrase. Super Bowl MVP <laughs> Nick Foles, sorry,
0: <laughs> has to fit it in there. That's yeah. and that's okay by me, and that's something that they're going to have to figure out. I mean, that's another. It's not just one game. That's a couple of weeks of not having yeah. Alshon what Jeffrey, and and by the way, no Matt Collins either, which no one was planning on. Yeah, for six to eight weeks. Oh, at it, least eight weeks, right? So oh, yeah, because the, the IR is an automatic so, eight. So what that's you, um that's a little that's a
1: little that's gonna be tough. That's gonna you, be tough. What and and no Carson Wentz, in case you didn't know that. Um, oh yeah. What do you what do you make of the several weeks comment by Rap Sheet? Like, because that's. We had all, I've been talking about the, the Colts game. I thought it made a ton of sense. Week three, they're home. Yeah, as soon as start, Peter King
0: said it, I was like, oh, yeah, duh. I'm yeah, sorry, Colts, that's I'm, fine.
1: But I'm starting to think it might be longer. I Several think, um, weeks is a
0: weird phrase. You know what's weird? And if you can go back and listen to it. It might be to, like a
1: month plus.
0: Yeah. You can go back and listen to this because the in, Inside the Birds podcast had a great interview with Dr. David Chow, who, of course, is the former uh, San Diego Chargers surgeon he had mentioned that in that interview too and then this this thing is was kind of in the air um, and he mentioned maybe you don't even see him pass the bye week, and you're going, whoa, hey now. <laughs> wait a minute, you know. And he goes, I'm not trying to make <laughs> make it seem friend. like Carson Wentz uh, can't come back into this thing, and I'm not, I'm not saying, oh my God, the Eagles need to get Carson Wentz back after a victory. I certainly wouldn't do that. But the the more this prolongs, this was my theory from all along. If Nick Foles continues to win, you are not going to see Carson Wentz until he is picture perfect. And guess what? Everyone in Philadelphia is pretty much okay with that. You
1: have to be until it turns south, you know. Right hear uh, The thing is, is I don't care if they're 8-0, Carson Wentz, when he's ready, we'll play. I don't know if Doug Peterson's going to do that. Uh, I really believe that. I mean, think about that, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go dive into the QB controversy. But no, if uh, Nick continues to play the way he did tonight, but
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's different. If the team is winning with Nick Foles and uh, and in spite of him, yeah, yeah, then then it's an easier decision. I'm just saying, I don't expect uh, Doug to make the switch if they are winning football games and Nick Foles is playing better than he did tonight, and and get into that, it would be a very tough decision.
1: Yeah, I think he would. Either way, there's several weeks was disheartening yeah it was and and this is what i said last year and and look the super bowl and the minnesota game notwithstanding and i'm obviously far more pro foals than you are <laughs> i think we can say that yes, safely certainly but my number one thing that hit me when Wentz went down wasn't even that they're not going to win the super bowl or this or that it was that and i think i said this at the time it was Man, I just really love watching him play. Like yeah. it felt like such a bummer that we don't get to watch that guy do his magic every week. And I'm just ready for it. I'm ready for. I'm ready to see the magic again. So I hope the several weeks isn't too many weeks. Yeah, and there is there is obviously
0: you know you even see the differences in in both quarterbacks almost immediately too. In um, what was that the first uh, late into the first quarter, second quarter. I mean, there's an obvious there's an obvious blitz coming from. The slot corner, and you know Lane Johnson even calls out the protection and goes, "Hey, it's coming. Uh, You know, you might want to adjust or whatever." And he goes, "Okay, it's coming." And he just let the it just freely came in there. So I don't know if that was miscommunication between the line or him or whatever. But you know that's something that that Carson Wentz has been spectacular at um, in his uh, in his short career in Philadelphia. So yeah, I'm I'm sure it will get better. But what do you want to see? You know, in 10 days, like what is the thing that you go, all right, um, the Eagles absolutely have to what?
1: Uh, They have to get more people involved in the passing game offensively. And I know it didn't work tonight, but they need to get Nick comfortable. They need to, uh, again, I think we saw Doug kind of go a strange game plan in the first half. And he didn't do what he did last year to get Nick into that type of mindset or whatever he needed to be in the right type of plays for him to to perform at that level. And granted, some of that is just Foles' inherent streakiness, but I think that they need to do a better job of moving the ball around through in the air, of, of getting people involved, getting Goddard more involved. Mike Wallace, you know, they tried, but they need to try and hit some more deep shots down the field. I just want to see a more diverse game plan offensively. And, and again, you need to see them be a little bit more in lockstep with each other. But I think the running game is going to be fine. I think the offensive line is mm-hmm. going to be fine. And obviously, Foles part of this, but I, I want to see the passing game improve.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of a... Uh... Honestly, just a, a wake up call, especially with the run game. That's what I want to. I never thought I'd say this. Run the dang ball, Bert. You know, run like it, baby. I, uh, I, I would like to see uh, a little more of that kind of mixed in. Um, I thought the, I actually thought the running back rotation was a little weird. And you oh, could it was you could almost see JJ getting a little frustrated. Me like, yeah. yo, man, let's go. Let's Give me the go. ball. Let's G- go yeah, again. Like, keep like it that. going. Keep the rhythm going. I enjoyed going.
1: that from him, and I expected that more. Especially, yeah. it was weird. We didn't see Corey Clement in any passing situations, which is odd.
0: Yeah, or nor nor Darren Sproles really sometimes Sproles either just a yeah. couple
1: of those screen passes. But it was really strange. I yeah the running back rotation was strange to me and it worked as the game went on and got better. Obviously, but I mean just the fact that Darren Sproles was their primary offensive game plan. Like yeah. I mean I love Darren Sproles, but well
0: you think that I see mean, I, come on I looked at that as as going okay. No reps in preseason at all. And let's get him going. Let's get him bit. going sure. a little bit. Let's get his legs working. Let's get him and you know back in the crowd, swing of things. Back yeah, in of there, let's Everybody wants to, the... to see him, yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that factors in the decision. It probably it doesn't. doesn't. It shouldn't. But I mean, you know, they, they see him practice out there every day. We we don't. And yeah. Doug has mentioned that a billion times going in. But um I you know, I thought all that was just uh, a little weird. And the thing is, I honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's probably more just based on that personnel. Oh, yeah. See, I oh, mean, this God. man, so this man great. has been up since <laughs> six o'clock so in the dying. morning. Uh, and uh, I, I think it is. I think it's personnel based that that's going to make it go, man, they're calling the wrong plays or like, you know, we were even just saying, why is Doug being so vanilla on this? Sometimes your personnel doesn't allow you to do that, and I know that's just been um, you know it, it's a thing we always go to. If it doesn't work, it's, it's obviously the play call, and you're going. You know, on what did DeAndre Carter play tonight? By the way, I said he was going to have five to ten snaps a coming ton. into this game. I think he played seventy percent of the snaps, sixty percent of the snaps. It's outrageous. So you're going, wow. Uh, and I think he had one catch uh, on the on Shout the day. Out to DeAndre yeah, Carter, it's we the uh, DeAndre you. Carter game. Um, you I, a nice block on one yeah. of those plays. the uh, no Marcus Wheaton tonight, either, right? that was that yeah. was one
1: thing we didn't see at all. didn't see, uh, not that I noticed. Maybe he got a snap or two, but I certainly didn't notice it. Uh, I would
0: like to see um maybe a little better. little better. Shelton Gibson returns. Yeah, he was trying to make Period. some plays I think he
1: made the bad uh, <laughs> The uh, running out of bounds and not getting back in on the yes. coverage team as well. Oh, can I? Can, gas can, can somebody Houston.
0: explain to me why that's an unsportsmanlike
1: conduct I now? I don't know. That's, that is brand why new to me. Why is that not a five-yard penalty? <laughs> Fifteen yards? It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. Again, back can, one more time. Can, yeah. we, can we shit on the refs? Cause they were yes, just, we can. They were so awful. They were terrible. Acro- and yes, that is totally a penalty. Whatever. It's stupid. It's 50 yard. Whatever. But just across the board. Just, just. Awful calls, influencing the game, pushing the game, making it a game about you. The game about like there were what, like twenty. Was it a salute 26? to Ed
0: Hockley, Hockley tonight? Is that <laughs> what's happening? Happen. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, sorry, man, you retired. Why did but...
1: Gene Sterrettor have to retire? That guy knows how to call a game. Yeah,
0: he was, and he's fun. And oh, uh, he I great. missed the note cards already, yeah. uh, and that's a big part of it too. Um, uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, a little more consistency from Shelton. I forgot where I was going after that. Uh, oh, the refs we said, and then uh, we went into I don't know what we were going to go into there. It's uh, something, yeah, something
1: like that where it was. Um, Who would have thought? How about this one for you, John? Yeah. Who would have thought that the kicker that missed next points? Oh, point that's where that I that was going. To. Matt Bryant.
0: Matt Bryant. Thank you very much. <laughs> I meant to say during all this and returns and things, yo. Cam Johnston. Oh yeah, good call. Shout out to (laughs) Cam Johnston. I mean, my man's got a leg. Let's. uh, I'm still counting the 80 yard punt, even though it was uh, offsetting holding penalties or whatever the hell happened there. Which
1: they couldn't even like. It was like, what do you mean a holding on the kicking team? Like there was clearly no holding on the on the hold. They weren't even pressuring the kick. It was so weird.
0: I've never seen a a hold on the snap before. When when guys are literally gunning to go kill the punter uh, or punt returner. So um, it was uh, man. I mean, I'll take that. This is what I'm talking about. I think this season is going to be so much more fun because there is going to be those, those waves to ride. I don't believe that this is, they're going to go in and rip off nine games in a row like they did last year. Although, I'll take that. I'm not saying I don't want oh, that. I'm oh just yeah. saying stuff like that is fun. You don't want to be in those situations all the time. But when you have a staunch defense that comes out there and sets the tone, you want to know why? Because fucking end zones are for champions, baby. And you can't come into this house and just say, we're going to take it back over. <laughs> this is our house. And we said, no, thank you. You may return back to Atlanta where the airport is busy. And the only thing good down there, is Chick-fil-A. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in live to uh, Sports Radio 94 WIP on Facebook. And for those listening on the Go-Birds replay, this has been episode number 11 of the Go-Birds podcast right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go-Birds!